0: podcast recorder on there we go and we can do it on podcasts so we've been in a series um this is going to be part five this morning at 11 a.m part five of the greater faith the greater faith series and i want to tell you i have been sharing my personal testimony of what angel and i have walked through what god has brought us through And it's not us it's it's all god and our relationship with the lord as he has walked us from one one step of faith to the next step of faith and you know we're supposed to be growing in the Lord. We should not be where we were twenty, thirty years ago. No, we should be growing in the Lord. If you've gotten saved in the past year, you should be stronger today in your faith than you were a year ago, because we're supposed to be growing each and every day in our, uh, in our character, um, personality, and our morals, our values. Um, our strength in God's Word, our faith walk with Him strengthens us. We should be coming stronger and stronger in the presence of God and stronger and stronger in God's Word and in our faith and our belief system. And if you, and I, this is the reason I'm bringing this up, I see a lot of people who have been in church for a very long time. I mean, some of these people have been in church 20, 30 years, probably even more and they are still struggling with faith still struggling in their belief system and unfortunately a lot of them just never really grew up in the lord they they were uh, when you get born again you're a baby christian is what we refer to because you don't know anything you're learning to walk you're learning to talk you're learning you're learning how to pray you're learning scriptures and and memorizing uh scriptures and learning how to read your bible and it's, uh And so as we get older in the Lord, we should be getting stronger in the Lord. But I see so many people that, man, they're pretty much the same where they were when I got saved. They never really grew in strength, never really grew in the Word. And it saddens my heart because we should really be stronger today than we were um, yesterday. So we're talking about faith and how to walk in faith. And we're talking about Uh, the ever-increasing faith that God gives us. Now, here's here's the thing. God has given us all the same measure of faith. He did not bless one person on this planet with more faith than he did anybody else. He gave us all the same measure. Jesus said if you have faith as a grain of a mustard seed, so just imagine that everybody received mustard seed faith. Everybody has mustard seed faith. Now, mustard seed is the tiniest seed um that i believe there is on the planet um from what i understand but a mustard seed grows up to be a huge tree a huge tree and it's strong and has deep roots um and jesus was referring to faith as the seed of the mustard seed because he knew if you plant that seed if you water that seed it will grow and it will grow into a strong tree and your faith should always be growing So everybody on this planet has been blessed by the Lord with mustard seed faith. Now, it is up to each individual, each and every person, it is up to all of us to nurture that seed, water that seed, and let that seed grow. Amen. Now, I've always been told through the years coming up, I don't know where this came from, I don't know if it's any science uh, involved in it or not, but I've always been told, and I'm sure you've heard the same, If you have plants in your house if you will speak to your plants if you'll talk to your plants they will do better they will grow stronger they will be greener they will grow faster Uh, they will be more healthier if they hear you talking to them now scientifically i don't see how they can prove that but through the scriptures and through faith i can see it because when you're speaking kind words to a plant or to a human being you're planting spiritual seeds. And those seeds take, need water, those seeds need nourishment. So when you're being kind to a plant, that plant is hearing your voice and is responding to it. That's supposed to be the concept behind it. But aren't we all the same? Your children, if you speak kind to your children, uh, speak time to your grandchildren, we are molding and shaping uh, their little brains and, and their souls and, um, and they're gonna be happier human beings for doing that and be stronger, healthier, and mentally. Uh, it's the same thing with our faith. You have got to speak the words of God to your faith. You've got to feed your faith. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. That's Romans ten seventeen. How do you increase your faith from the size of a mustard seed? What I just told you, you've got to hear more of God's word. And you cannot hear more of God's word by refusing to go to church. Um, you know, this is a big debate i mean of course everybody would argue with me well we got facebook we got internet it's not the same it's not the same as physically being in the church where you get to experience the worship service you get to experience the preaching of god's word it's not the same being at home and watching it on tv can you get something out of the tv preaching absolutely you can i get it all the time i got my favorite preachers that i like to watch but i watch them because i can't physically go to them they live too far away um so i can't physically go to them so i watch them on youtube or or whatever but when you are physically able and you live close enough to the church and you just refuse to go because well you know something came up this morning there's always going to be something to come up on a sunday morning there's always going to be problems on a saturday night that's what the devil does to discourage you from actually coming to church My wife just met somebody, met a lady um, who really needs a lot of encouragement and trying to get her to come to church. Well, you know, all week she's been excited about coming to church. And all week she's been talking about coming to church. Well, last night she started not feeling well. And so now she's decided, well, I better not go. I don't feel well. Well, that's the devil's take. You know, that's how he works. He, He, you know, put a little sickness on you, discourage you in some way. Uh, some family drama will come up, sure enough, on Saturday night. You know, people don't plan on Saturdays or prepare themselves to go to church on Sundays. They stay up too late watching movies. Um, they're too tired on Sunday morning. They just want to sleep on Sunday morning. So they're they're not tired. You know, and listen, I was I, my body wakes up 6.30 this morning. My body's awake. Why? Because I'm used to getting up in the morning and going to work. You know, so my body's awake. I'm not going to sleep until 9 o'clock. Um... Because I'm preparing myself. I actually pick my clothes out and iron my clothes on Saturday night. Um, I like to get prepared Saturday night for Sunday morning. I don't wait until Sunday morning to say, well, what shirt am I wearing? What clothes am I putting on? And I don't wait till Sunday morning. I make sure I have a plan and I iron my shirts and my pants or whatever I need to do on Saturday night to prepare myself for Sunday so there's less obstacles in the way that would Challenge me or stop me from being prepared for Sunday morning, and so you gotta think that way. But what most people do? No, they we're gonna stay up late Saturday night. We're gonna watch the movie late. It's gonna be one or two o'clock before we finally get to bed, and and then we're gonna wake up in a Sunday morning. It's gonna be about nine thirty, ten o'clock, and then based on how we feel, we decide if we're gonna to go to church, and and if we do make it to church, we're falling asleep during the service because you know we didn't get no sleep Saturday night. You see how this works? You've got to prepare yourself to come and to be fed from the Word of God. You've got to prepare yourself to hear the Word of God. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. If you do not have enough faith to overcome your problems, if you do not have enough faith to speak into your life, to overcome the the, uh, challenges of life and overcome the things that come your way, listen, all of us, the scripture says it's going to rain on the just and the unjust. All of us living in the same world, we're all going to be facing the same type of problems in life. The question is, is, how do you handle the problem? What do you do when it comes to you? That's where faith comes in. And there is no excuse. You, you cannot wait till you're in the middle of a crisis and say, well, I need faith. No, you need faith before you need to hear the crisis. Before you're in the middle of your personal life storm, you need faith. You don't wait till you're in the middle of a crisis. And then say, I need to build my faith. I need to have prayer. I need to go to church. I need to have a prayer meeting. I need to. I need to call so and so for prayer. And uh, I need to start reading my Bible. I think I'm gonna get on my knees uh, by my bedside. I'm gonna pray and I'm gonna seek God. You're in the middle of a storm. You know that's like the prize fighter of a boxing match saying, "When I'm gonna prepare uh, for my boxing match in the morning? This is Saturday night. I got to box this guy in the morning, and I'm gonna prepare myself today." for tomorrow and they have not spent any time in the ring any time in the gym prior to the fight that's exactly what christians do we wait through in the middle of a crisis and then we say oh let me throw my hands up oh jesus help me now help me help me help me that's not how it works if you don't have enough faith to get healed if you don't have enough faith to receive financial <laughs> blessings, if you don't have enough faith to overcome the storms in your life, then you know what? It's nobody's fault but your own. It's not your preacher's fault. He can't force you to hear the word of God. Um, you know, I tell my church all the time, this generation, we've got no excuses. This generation you and I are living in, and know, why? Because first of all, we have Facebook. Many of you are watching me on Facebook today. They didn't have Facebook 20 years ago, hello? 30 years ago. We've got Facebook to preach the gospel. We've got podcasts. We've got uh, YouTube. We've got so much technology. We have Bible apps on our cell phones, and the Bible app will literally read the Bible to you. And the my Bible app sends me a daily scripture for me to read, or I can just click onto it and it'll read it to me, and all i got to do is hear it. We have no excuses. None. We have an entire Bible right here full of the Word of God, pages right here in the Word of God, that, listen, 200 years ago, 300 years ago, 400 years ago, they didn't have the, what you and I have. They they were they had pieces of the Bible. They had pieces. They had letters from Paul, pieces of the letters of Paul. And And this was all the Word of God they had. Listen, we have all of the Word of God at our disposal, we have all of this technology, and we know less of God's Word today than our grandparents knew. We know less of God's Word today than our great-grandparents knew. And some of them couldn't even read or write. But we know less. We have become lazy in our generation. And there's going to be other generations. Jesus talks about other generations rising up to judge the current generation. There's going to be generations that rise up to judge our current generation Because we have all this and yet we use it not. We don't use the tools that are available to us. We make excuses on why we cannot go to the house of God. We make excuses on why we cannot listen to Pastor C.J. Sunday School Class. We make excuses on why we can't show up on Wednesday night Bible studies and, and be a part of the Wednesday night service. We make excuses on why we can't go to the house of God on a Tuesday night knowing there's a prayer meeting going on. We can't go and spend... An hour or even 30 minutes or even 15 minutes in the altars seeking God with the church. We can't do that. We've got too many obstacles in our life. Too many things we have to do and we make excuses. These excuses are killing your faith. These excuses are choking the Word of God right out of your spirit. So guess what? When you need faith to kick in, your faith tank, just like your gasoline tank in your car... Your faith tank, it's empty. But there's nothing there. You don't know if it's God's will or not to heal you. You don't know if it's God's will or not to bless you with money. You don't know if it's God's will or not to bring peace into your family. You don't know what God's will is because you have not read or heard the Word of God enough to know the will of God. When you know the will of God, man, faith is so easy. When you know it's God's will to heal you, and you know that God loves you, and you understand the love of God that He has for you, and you understand the will of God in your life, and the will of God and the Word of God, faith comes for your healing is easy. Same thing with money. Same thing with prosperity. When you know the will of God, when you can stand on Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 18, look at this, talking about money. It is God that gives us the power, or I like to say the anointing, To make wealth. It's God. So when you know the will of God is to bless you, it's easy to believe in the blessing. When by his stripes, Isaiah chapter 53 verse 4 and 5, by his stripes we are healed. Isaiah said this thousands of years before Christ was ever born. 1 Peter 2 and 24, by his stripes we are healed healed were healed so we got were healed and we got are healed so we got are healed in isaiah chapter 53 we got were healed in first peter 2 and 24 when was we healed man a very long time ago when jesus bled on the cross and jesus died on the cross for us that's when we were healed is it god's will for you to be healed well was it god's will for him to die on the cross so you could be saved absolutely Is it God's will for you to be saved? Absolutely. Is it God's will for you to be healed? Absolutely. Is it God's will for you to prosper and be in health? Like it says in the book of Jude. Absolutely. But if you don't know the word of God, then you don't know God. And if you don't know God, how can you know it's the will of God? And how can you have faith? See, when you know the will of God, faith is easy. And that's why you need church. That's why you need Bible study. That's why you need prayer meetings. Is because you need more of the Word of God in your life. (laughs) You need more. Woo, text message. I heard that. (laughs) You need more of the Word of God in your life. Praise God. Amen. So here we are. We're talking about greater faith. Faith believes, faith speaks. And faith acts. Thank you, Brother Matthew. You're, I was actually looking at my notes, and the Holy Spirit said, Read that, and Brother Matthew holding up the sign that <laughs> says that. Faith, bring that over here, Brother Matthew. Come over here and join me, Brother. Amen. I was looking at my notes and just said it and looked up, and you're holding the sign. Amen. This is what Brother Matthew is holding up. Faith believes, faith speaks, and faith acts. Amen. Thank you, Brother Matthew. See, I was being in tune with the Holy Spirit right there. Praise God. That, man, that's that's beautiful right there. The Holy Spirit is working. Amen. So faith believes, faith believes what? Faith believes the word of God. Faith believes in the will of God. Faith believes that God is not only is not only faithful, but God believes he's able. Amen. The word of God says that God is faithful and God is able. And when you know that God is faithful and you know that God is able and you know that it is the will of God, man. Faith is easy. Faith is easy. Faith speaks. What does faith speak? Faith speaks the word of God. Faith doesn't speak doubt and unbelief. Faith doesn't speak wishful hoping. Well, I hope so, brother. You know, I had somebody come to me one time and come at prayer meeting and line, and and I prayed for him and I said, "Well, brother, did the Lord heal you?" I certainly hope so. No, no, he didn't. Because you don't know, you don't know the will, you don't know you, don't have, you can't activate your faith in wishful hoping. You've got to know. faith is the substance of things hoped for. It is the evidence of things not yet seen. So faith speaks, faith speaks the word of God. Amen, but if the Word of God is not in you, then it will not come out of you. Oh, let me say that again. If the word of God is not in you, then it will not come out of you. Jesus said that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Out of the abundance of the soul, when we talk about the word heart, and I, man, I heard a guy one time, whew, I don't know, I think he was on something. <laughs> but he started talking about the heart in, in the Bible, and, and he started talking about the physical organ pumping and all this. Listen, when we talk about the word heart in the Bible, we're talking about the soul of man. What Jesus said was, out of the abundance of the soul, out of the abundance of the heart, out of the abundance of the soul, mm, the mouth, it will speak. Now, if doubt is in you, if doubt is in your soul, and you don't know if it's God's will, and you don't know what God's word says, and you just, man, you just have no hope, you, have, you just don't have any way of, of seeing a better tomorrow, and guess what? You're going to speak that. You're going to speak it. It's going to come out of you. You're going to talk about it and you're going to tell everybody what a gloom and doom day you're having and what a gloom and doom year you're having and tomorrow is not going to be any better. And it just goes on and on. And people talk themselves into sicknesses and diseases all the time, all the time. Many of you watching me today have literally said these words Well, brother, you know, it just runs in my family. Mama had high blood pressure. Great-grandma died from high blood pressure. I guess I got high blood pressure, too. Oh, you know, cancer runs in my family. I've had, you know, my grandparents, uh, my great-grandparents, my cousin on my mama's side, and, you know, even on my daddy's side. And they, they all died of cancer, and... I'm, I'm sure that's probably how I'll go too. See, those doubts and unbelief, you're bringing the curse on yourself. You're speaking it into existence because it's in your soul. How did it get there? The devil planted seeds of doubt and unbelief into your soul. And you agreed with him. When the doubt came, you agreed with them, And so you, you hear about these generational curses, these generational sicknesses and diseases and and all that. I want to tell you, my mama gave me the greatest compliment one time. And I don't think she meant to. I don't think she really knew what she was saying, actually, when it came out of her mouth. But to me, it was the greatest compliment. She told me one time, she says, son, she said, you are not like any of the Hendrix men I have ever known. I said, what do you mean? She says, you're not like your dad. You're not like your grandpa. You're not like your uncles. She said, "You are your own person. You are your own man." And that was a great compliment to me, because I love all those people in my life, but I got to be me with God. I, I I can't follow in somebody else's footsteps. I got to be me with God. Amen. And so you got to know who you are in Christ Jesus. And, and I'm telling you, there are so many. Uh, um, for example, uh, dementia, autism. Um, Autism is this thing that's going on today, but Alzheimer's is what I'm trying to think of. Uh, in the family, Alzheimer's in dementia, it runs in the family, you know, so-and-so. I'm going to tell you, I can go back and trace it in my family, on my mama's side, um, you know, uh, you hear about aunt so-and-so, and they didn't know what Alzheimer's were back then. All they know is aunt so-and-so went crazy. That's all they know. Uh, come to find out she had Alzheimer's. Um, you know, and your you, you, your grandmother had Alzheimer's uh, before she died, and your aunt she had Alzheimer's before she died. I've got I got one aunt living on my mama's side, and and praise God she's in her eighties now. Um, but all her sisters and and even her brother, much younger than her, um, they've all died and gone on to be with the Lord now. But um, you know, well some of them were older than her, and her brother was younger than her, but uh, they all had a touch of Alzheimer's dementia whatever you want to call it Um, every one of them and she broke the curse in her life years and years ago when she began to see the pattern she began to see the effect in the family she says that's not going to happen to me I break the power of the curse of Alzheimer's over me in the name of Jesus that might have happened to them but it's not going to happen to me and I'm going to tell you she's in her 80s right now and she's sharp as a whip, man. She's sharp as a whip. She's gonna come and preach uh, for me on Pastor's Appreciation Day, October twenty second. You want to mark your calendar for that? She's sharp as a whip, man. She is. She's got all of of her brain working, and uh, man, she can quote scripture. She is sharp. Um, but the rest of her family, her sisters, her brothers, her mother, her grand, her grandmother, all of them, her aunt, her great aunt, all of them um, had dementia or Alzheimer's. And, uh, and died from in that disease but not her how did she do it what was different about her what was different about her was what she spoke out of her mouth what was different about her is she did not come in agreement with it all the rest of them did what was different about her was that she knew the will of god to heal her and to keep her in perfect health and so she spoke forth the words of faith and that was the difference and I'm telling you, I don't care what generational curses you might have in your family. I don't care what diseases that all your family people die from, heart, heart disease or whatever. Um, I don't care what it is. It doesn't matter. What I'm telling you is that you can break the power of the enemy by speaking the word of faith. By his stripes I am healed. In the name of Jesus, I will never, ever have Alzheimer's. In the name of Jesus, I will not die of heart disease. In the name of Jesus, I will not have high blood pressure. In the name of Jesus, all of my internal organs are healthy and blessed, and they are functioning the way God created them to function. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I'm not going to age like everybody else in my family. I'm going to age with grace. And I'm gonna I'm gonna be looking young when I'm old, I'm gonna be blessed, I'm gonna be strong when I'm old. Yes, you've got to speak words of faith in the name of Jesus. You gotta break these things. I'm not gonna have cancer cells inside of my body. No cancer shall touch me in the name of Jesus. Amen. I'm gonna tell you when COVID was coming out, when COVID was coming out. Uh, People were getting COVID. People were dying of COVID. I stood up against it. I stood up. I said, no, I refuse to allow COVID to take over my body. I rebuked it. I cast it out. I want to tell you, I had a touch of it. I think I felt bad for about two minutes. That was it. And when the symptoms started hitting me, I started rebuking them. I started pleading the blood of Jesus. I started claiming the blood of Jesus. And I want to tell you, after that, I was I could go to people who were full-blown in COVID and pray for them. I actually did this to a brother, met him on the side of the road. I actually had a doctor's um, clinic, and uh, I laid hands on him right there in the car. And he's like, you ain't afraid? I am no. Mm-mm. I'm not afraid because I knew the power of the blood of Jesus Christ and the power of my confession and the power of my faith. And um, I'll tell you, I survived the entire COVID thing, and I'm never going to have COVID. I'm never going to die of COVID. And I'm not going to have Alzheimer's, and I'm not going to have cancer, and I'm not going to have uh, organ failure. I'm I'm not. I'm going to tell you something. When I die, I'm going to die healthy. I even told my kids, "Don't worry about me if I ever get sick, because I won't die sick. I will get healed first, in spite of the devil, and then I'll die. I'm going to die healthy. I'm just going to call, I'm going to be like Kenneth Hagen, Kenneth Hagen Senior. I'm just going to close my eyes and slip right on out of this body." and slip right on into glory. Praise God. Amen. Well, I can see that we are uh, just about out of time. Um, man, it's the <laughs> this pre-recorded thing's got me going here. But I praise God for um, all of you that are listening. I want to pray for you right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you for my listening audience today. Lord, I thank you that we are living in increasing faith. And Father, by your stripes we are healed. We break generational curses in our families. We do not have to die from the diseases that our families died from. We do not have to fight uh, diabetes. We break the power of diabetes in our life. We do not have to have gout in our feet in the name of Jesus. We do not have to have high blood pressure in the name of Jesus. We rebuke every cancer cell inside of our bodies that try to materialize. Because we will not have cancer In the name of Jesus. Father, we are strong. We are healthy. Our strength is renewed like the eagles. And when we get ready to see you face to face, when we get ready to leave this planet, Lord, we're just going to slip right on out of this healthy body, healthy mind, healthy soul in the name of Jesus, Lord, and slip right on into glory. We give you praise. We give you honor in Jesus' name as we speak the words of faith, as faith speaks. And faith believes and faith acts. Faith believes, faith speaks, and faith acts on your written word. In Jesus' name, Lord, bring my listening audience to the church here this morning, Bowden Church of God, located at 1030 West College Street, Bowden, Georgia, 11 a.m. this morning, in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen and amen. God bless you. Thanks for tuning in. And we will see you soon. Amen.